1: go for champion
2: What is up? What's going on? <laughs> What's going on, Chris? That is the
3: taste Adam. of, of week. Adam, you are the man. And this is Dallas Sucks Week. It is not Dallas Week. It's Dallas Sucks this week. And every week, as I was telling my coworkers today, I don't care if the Eagles lose every game every season. As long as you beat Dallas twice, I am a happy man. But it also helps when you're winning. Five and oh, The last of the remaining undefeated.
2: Yeah. And what that's, a they want it. that's a beautiful feeling, Don. They want it, they want it in a different style, right? They're winning games different ways. It just feels
3: good. I mean, nothing better than Kyler Mary sliding and then coming up short. Swigin' it. Joe. We miss, you, up, we miss you, man. We miss you. Yeah. And- Joe and Jay are not with us tonight. Say a prayer for our brother Jay. He's going through some yeah. stuff. And He's a great guy. Jay, if you don't know him and you're just listening to this podcast or listening to any podcast, Jay is always around. Um, he always brings the atmosphere up with his positivity and all the work he does trying to help others uh, in his journey, as he would say, to recovery. And uh, prayers are with you, brother. And um, Truly, anything yeah. you can do to help, you know, you let us know. We miss you. You'll be back soon, stronger than ever. And, you know, just yeah, keep, yeah, on, yeah. Being you, keep on being you, Jay. Keep on being
2: If anybody's out there, if you want to reach out to Jay, you know, as he would say, his DMs are always open. So yeah. um, even Give our boys some love. Players, re- re- reach out, you know, give him give him some, some kind words, some support. He'll appreciate it. Um, you know, everybody, when, when you got – rough stuff going on man yeah the support is always a good thing um but listen we got uh you know joe absolutely you know joe i know you you're in close contact with jay too so um listen anything that we can do to support you know anybody that's you know especially somebody as close as jay is to us you know we're we're here for it so check in um but rich without further ado Yes. Before we jump into something, it's, it's been a very exciting time in Philadelphia. It has been, except last oh, night, but it's okay. <laughs> except last Hey, listen, night. the Phillies are playing in the playoffs for the first time in 11 years. Yes, you're right. Okay.
3: Reese Hoskins mm-hmm. still sucks at first base.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'll see Greg Garner over him all day, every day. Between him and Schwarber, they have one hit, but we're not talking about that right now.
3: No, sorry. Sorry, the
2: the Eagles are five and zero. We're about to talk about that and how much the Cowboys suck. Even though you know it's Dallas sucks week, Rich, we've we've got breaking news. Breaking news, Don. Breaking news, Rich. Hmm. We are now Hmm. officially sponsored. by Von C Brewing. Oh, beer located in Norristown beer i was listen i was I was out there uh talk to the guys we uh we met up uh for a tasting of a of a beer that i'm going to talk about a little bit tonight the the 700 level lager brought to us by our uh our guys at the the drunk phil's fans um but got out nice there got, <laughs> got to talk to them about you know some some things and and we kind of we kind of hit it off, uh, and, and they are very, uh, very young. They they opened the brewery uh, within the last couple of years, um, so they're just starting. They're very into the grassroots uh, campaign. So, we
3: I believe to- Don, I believe there's an homage with with the with the gentleman who owns the Von C. Right? Doesn't he come from a a a line of brewers? Oh, and one, one being one of the most famous beers, so or their, like beer family.
2: Their their history stands with the Schmidt Brewing Company, Rich. Ooh. So their their grand their grandfather Carl. And where was Smith, that? Where was the Schmidt Brewery located? I believe uh,
3: Philadelphia.
2: That's in Philadelphia, Rich. Hmm. It's a hometown brew. So listen, we got uh, we, you. Know, it's going to open up a lot of doors uh, for both of us. Um, you know, it gives us an opportunity to kind of you know get in touch with their audience
0: yeah. uh, and
2: and their the people that are coming in to frequent the brewery. Uh, they have a Wednesday night cornhole league that uh, could be something that we we kind of go out and meet and greet yeah. with all the all the, the cornhole tossing. Throw some bags. Throw some bags. Some bags. Throw some bags. Um, but. You know, we're, we're also going to have some good opportunities to be able to get um, some exciting stuff. We're going to be out you know, We'll have some opportunity to be out there uh, to yeah. maybe to, to start, be able to do some live shows. Rich, we're actually going to meet in person.
1: That's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Long.
2: We'll all get to meet in person. It'd be nice. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll do something. We'll do some beers of the week. We'll I'm a lot shorter, Don,
3: than, than I portray myself. I say I'm five ten. I'm actually four eight. I sit on a lot of phone books. I look like Gimli with the beard, and I'm just saying I carry a big axe. So.
2: nice, nice. Listen, Rich. <laughs> another thing we're excited about at some point we're going to have those guys on the show to to you know kind of give us the rundown of of the company, give us you know some some insight into the process, um, and have them come okay. on you know talk some sports. You know, we will we're going to talk about some merch. I some merch it. that we might be able to display but also give away. I love it. Um, we're going to talk about some promo codes that Ooh. listeners can go in. Right? The thing that I am, and I'm sure all of us are most excited about, we also discussed the possibility of being able to collaborate on our own beer
3: that is up me so i am stoked steve
1: said
2: said listen <laughs> said. That, so yeah, we're we're really excited to to be able to partner with them and and kind of use this as a springboard for both of us um but rich i'm just it, it's something that we've kind of always tossed around the idea yeah. of but the reality of it now yeah man i'm we're we're we were all like giddy little kids, just kind of texting back and forth and in their group chat. It was, it was, it was fun.
3: I mean, thanks to the guys at uh, Vonsi for even considering this uh, opportunity. You know, yes. it's it's an awesome thing for us and for them and for their fans and you know for our fans, all, all seven of you and most of you in Yugoslavia. We we do appreciate it. We will definitely make a check a Czech Pilsner, and send it send it overseas. Don't so you worry about that.
2: We got a listener in Papua New Guinea.
3: Papua New Guinea, hey, eh? we gotta we gotta get a nice, I don't know, what is what is Papua New Guinea? <laughs> I don't
2: know what the official beer is of Papua oh, New Guinea. Maybe. Probably
3: something delicious. We'll um do a five. No, I mean this is just a great opportunity and it's awesome because it it's going to take us on a scale of where we can actually go out and, and do some live shows and, mm-hmm. and, and meet up with some some of our, our cool fans and, and some just great people and you know just talk talk sports. Like me and Oscar always, you know, had these grandeur ideas, right? These ideas of grandeur. And it's just like Oscar got busy. I just kind of was like, you know what? It's a shit ton of things to do. Let me push it to Don. <laughs> and Don's like, I'm going to make this awesome. And, you could, and that's what we love about the team that we have. Yeah. You know, Don puts in a shit ton of legwork and gets things done. Don's always out there doing, doing the best for us. You know, we, we try to make all these collective decisions just, you know, to give you guys a better and more entertaining product instead of, you know, listening to four goobs, like talk sports, because anybody can do that, you know, but this gave us the platform for us to, to get away from that reality for an hour and just have fun conversations, just talking sports. And now with the brewery involved, it's just going to lead to great conversations trying great beers and just meeting great people and, you know, trying to spread some positivity. I I already have a few ideas. Um, I want to try to do a drunk on broad toys for tots and just some different things that we can do, you know, at the brewery. I think that would be a great idea for the holidays, you know, just to give back because we, we are not a type, we're not the type of guys who are going to go into a place and say, Hey, we need money. This is what we want. This is how we run. It's like, no, we just want the opportunity to, you know, Reach out to a few different people and, and, you know, just have a good time with everybody. And whatever we can get, we're always going to try to give back because that's, that's what we do. We are some of the nicest people, some of the most supportive out there. And we just want to, you know, give back everything that's given to us because that's that's what life's about. And cool. that's what we're about. So I can't wait for this. It's, it's going to be awesome. I actually was coming into this podcast fired up about a few things, but I'm going to save that. Until a little later when I want to unleash Angry Rich, but the opportunity to work with Bon C and just, you know, to have an official beer sponsor. It's yeah. you know, that's that was the goal, that was the dream. And for someone to be like, you know what? I'll give these knuckleheads a try. Like it's appreciated. And trust yeah. mm-hmm. me, we will definitely not let you down. I know I know the bar Ots, Chris, and yeah. no, I will not oh. do a live show at odds. I'm sorry. I've been there way too many times, all of them, and I am not in those crowds. And I guarantee, <laughs> by like ten thirty, a fight will probably break out. But Chris, you can always buy me a beer. Dots. I'm down for that, brother. And i like, <laughs> wait, listen,
2: be- Rich. Before we jump in, is that, listen, I want to let people know, like, if, if you're trying to, the, if you go to their website, which we're going to include in in the link uh, at the after the show, is you can go and they're, they're on their website where you can find all their beers. A lot of them are in the the Southeastern Montgomery County um, in Philadelphia, down in the city Uh, it's, they said they're, they're making their way into Jersey. So um, be on the lookout for where you want to try to find uh, they have stuff on draft. Uh, There's stuff in cans, McGillan center city. Yep. So you can, you can find, there's a lot of places where you can go and find um, find their stuff. Um, and they've got a really cool, uh, creative uh, team over there, uh, where they go through and look at uh, what they think might be successful beers. So, um, and then, Rich, they also have uh, a ton of food trucks that come in. They've got about seventeen food trucks that they kind of collaborate with. So, depending on what day of the week it is, uh, they'll have a different food truck there. So, um, I like.
3: I'm always about that. I love the food truck. <laughs> Love well,
2: life. we'll review this in a little bit after we get a little little tasting done. But, Rich, the birds are 5-0. and oh. It's amazing, dude. It's, it's amazing. It feels so good. And it's just not – it's not like
3: it's amazing because we're going out and blowing out teams. Like, we're not, right? We're not. We're going out. We're getting the job done. And what you love to see is, especially what I'm loving uh, from Jalen Hurts is – Why are the Eagles so successful? He's not stupid with the ball. And you you love the quarterback play. I would love to see Nick Sirianni want to, you know, strangle some teams going into the second half and Mm -hmm. airing out a little more, getting my boys some some passing touchdowns. But, I mean, he's having a remarkable season. The numbers are there. The touchdowns will come. It's not indicative of his play when you say, oh, he's only thrown, what, four passing touchdowns. Like that's that's not his play at all because he is playing like a, a seasoned a seasoned vet. And the way he takes care of the ball, the way he runs this offense, the way this offense is performing, the way this this line that was, you know, one of the best in football with all their starters, and then you have guys like Driscoll coming in and Dickerson right. got hurt. So uh Suopeta comes in. I mean everybody is doing their job. Then that defense is just playing remarkable. You couldn't ask for more, except maybe some more Jordan Davis. I'm just saying, there's a reason why you signed it. That one arm tackle that he made in the backfield was ridiculous. And it's just like, why isn't this guy playing more? Again, I, I still question Gannon on, on a few things, but Bradbury's looking phenomenal. Slay's playing out of his mind. My boy, who I had last week for play of the week or play of the game. You Garner Johnson coming up with the pick. I mean, I'm I'm riding high on these. I mean, they're not at the right time sometimes, but I'm riding high on it. And Hassan Reddick is just. I mean, shout out to the whole team because honestly, what Jalen Hurts is saying, it's a team effort. It it really is, and he hates hearing that they're five and zero because you know. It's it's one of those things where you you don't want to jinx it, but you just want to keep. You have to keep improving. You never be content with how you, how you are, right? You always want to, okay, how can we improve on offense? How can we improve on defense? You've seen it with the Cardinals last year. The Cardinals went yeah. like 10-0 and 0 and I think didn't win a game after that. You don't get complacent with what your record shows because you have to keep evolving as a unit. And this team, is only thing they're doing is getting better each week and coming together. And that's yeah. what you want to see out of your football team.
2: I mean I think I, I like what I love is I love that I'm seeing you've seen 5 games and you've essentially seen them win 5 different ways. Yeah. None of the games they they haven't they're not blowing teams out week to week and and I like that they're facing like this week they faced a lot of adversity where they get up early right and then you know the Cardinals claw back into that game and tie it and you saw them get that they got the ball with, what, about just under 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they had the eight-minute drive to go all the way down and end up kicking the field goal to go up by three. Yeah. They, they utilize the clock. They use it as an asset. They matriculate the ball down the field. They're able to to win games. This, this to me, was a game that where they won a game that they probably – in the second half, didn't re- didn't really have a whole lot of business winning. No, you you were kind of holding your breath and waiting for that one moment where you know they they have a breakaway play, and it it just never happened. The defense kind of it it was that like. Bend but don't break, right? They yep. were able to they were able to hold Arizona in those spots. And I think, Rich, to speak to some of the people you were talking about, right? Reddick has played incredibly. And I think that speaks to how you're utilizing him. Yeah. Right. Bradbury. Bradbury has been an incredible asset to pair with Slay. Right. Gardner Johnson is your guy that on the back end that gets the interception on the what you know on arizona's first possession yeah they are putting the players in positions to be successful i i do like to speak to jordan davis right i do like the fact that you're able to get you're seeing an increase in in snaps right It, it it has slowly and steadily started to increase and i think the more that you see him play the more impact you're seeing him have them so distru-
3: like disruptive in the game. Like it's a, it's a different defensive line when the big boy is in there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching it and I'm like, man, they're getting chunks after chunks. You put him in there two stuffs in a row. And it's just like, that's exactly what you got this guy for. It's not, he's, I don't expect him to go out there and get 30 sacks a season. That's not what I want to see. But when you need to stop and you need to stop the bleeding, Jordan Davis is that guy who stops the bleeding. He just makes plays. When he's in there, he makes plays. And that's exactly what you want to see out of your first-round pick. Did he play over, like, 60% of snaps at Georgia? No. Some could say it's his conditioning and because of his size. But guess what? You're in the NFL. He needs to be on the field for 65-plus percent of the plays, especially when it matters. Because you see when he's in the game how much of an impact he has. There's I don't think there's anybody on in the league. There's I mean there's a lot of guys in the league, but anybody who's really as disruptive as him when he comes in and it's noticeable. Like he puts the league on blast when he goes in there and he's making one arm like not even like trip tackles, like grabbing guy with one arm slamming to the ground and it's like okay, that's it. You're not moving. It's I mean, I- it's insane the level that he he can I see him playing at going forward.
2: So when when the highlight videos come out after the game I'm I'm constantly looking through social media to try to find where the where is the where is the Jordan Davis highlight package because every week it's just as impressive as the last week. I yeah. saw there was a play in this Arizona game where it's a screen pass and he fights through the 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 double team between the center and the guard screenplay goes out to the right he ends up moving laterally towards the sideline and tackles the tackles the running back like after like a 2 yard gain
1: yeah it's Where insane he,
2: it, the way that he moves is bonkers man it it really it it makes no sense that a guy that's that size is can move like that is that athletic and is that fast and I and he's
3: think- so easy to root for. Like I he's love watching so his videos. Him and Nakobe Dean, like they just look like they're just two kids just having a great time. Like Jordan it's Davis cool. is a funny dude, and he's got a contagious laugh and smile. I'm like, this dude's just having fun. And then the, and this is what the Eagles have been lacking. The Eagles have yeah. been
1: so lacking now.
3: the personality of it. Like Jalen Rager, ah, instead of translating on on the field, he wants to fight fans because they're giving him shit. And we're sitting here, like, we love Jordan Davis, like, give him more snaps. When everybody's saying, oh, no, Jalen Rager, you you stink. But you could be great if you actually tried and were mentally there and everybody would be behind you. But then you decide to just turn against the fans. So what what does Philly do? We turn against you. Because that's just... That's us. I mean, it could go for, you know, Dallas week because some jerk off who was one of our best offensive linemen decides to call us all fucking idiots.
2: Wait, hold on. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Chris said this to me.
3: Yeah. I and heard. I, yes. And we had this huge conversation. Like, this was a pivotal talking point the other day in, in my my fantasy football friend group chat. And it was well, why are you guys upset? And it's like, well, here's my thing. Fuck Jason Peters. I hope he retires a bill or a bear because there's one thing you don't say. There's one thing you don't say. You don't call – you can call us crazy, and I'd be like, all right, crazy's fun. But you're calling us fucking idiots, and then we're going to throw things, and then we're this, and then we're this. Oh, but Philly got me my first ring, and, you know, it's great. I just want to beat him. It's like Jason Peters. The only thing you had to say is – Philly fans are crazy. And we'd be like, yeah, okay, we agree with you. But saying we're fucking idiots, that's that's just stupid. Especially when Jason Kelsey came out today and, and basically just destroyed it, saying that Cowboys that, are just basically nostalgia and you know coming that off. To
2: was, that, that to me was the quote that puts everybody to bed. Right? It just says, Listen, the the, the fan base here is passionate for all the right reasons, but yep. the fan base for that team isn't really. I'm going to put passionate in air quotes because it's – They
3: support the Yankees awesome. and the Lakers.
2: Right. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's when you're driving down the road, Rich, and, you know, you, you see the license plate, and the license plate is Cowboys, Lakers, Yankees.
3: Devils or Red Wings.
2: Red Wing, Like, like it, it, it's all of the, the, the bandwagon teams from the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, of, course. And of course. I, I just – it's something that I – like I'll never be able to wrap my head around is like yeah. how like if you're from Dallas and you live here now, whatever yeah. you grew up there, that's your that's your team. But I don't get the people that grow up in a place but fucking hate all of the sports teams. That it's almost like you're doing it out of spite and on purpose. Yeah.
3: My favorite thing is when I, I I have a few people I know. Uh, who are Dallas fans? I actually had a teacher in high school who was a Dallas fan. Shout out to Scotty Manlove, great dude. Um, we, we, you know we're not perfect. He's a Dallas fan, but here's the difference between him and a normal Dallas fan that I hate. He had season tickets to the Cowboys. He would okay. legit fly in early Sunday morning and fly back Sunday night
0: yeah. after he's done watching
3: games. Yeah, because that's what he would do. He was a, he was a Cowboys fan. If you were a Cowboys fan and you've never been to the stadium and you can't tell me where it's located besides the city, you're not a fan. You need to at least go to a game once a year for me to say, hey, you're a fan.
2: Yeah.
3: I don't care if it's – and don't say, oh, I go to the one in Philly all the time. No, 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 no. Go to your home environment and don't tell me you can't afford it. Don't tell me it's this and that. No, 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 you're a fan. You make your way to that goddamn stadium and you soak it up with all the other fucking bandwagoners. Yeah. Don't fucking wear your Dallas shirt pridefully at a fucking – at the link. Like nobody wants to see that shit. Go with the other sea of assholes down in Arlington. Go down to Arlington, the Dallas Cowboys who play in fucking Arlington. Should be the Arlington Cowboys. Go down there and fucking be jerk-offs. We, yeah. we don't need you up here. It just makes no sense to me. I hate yeah. that. Um, I've been a Dallas fan for 30 years. How many home games have you gone to? Well, I've never – you're not a fucking fan. Leave, leave the conversation. Exit. Well, we got more. Exit the conversation. I don't even want to hear. What's the address without Googling it? Oh, you can't tell me? Okay. All right. See you. Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here. Meet me at Broad and Patterson. Fuck see, see, see. around and find out, Don. Fuck around yeah, and
2: find out. Listen, and Rich, I had... I hate
3: Dallas, Mike. Mike... Yeah. Honestly, it's not even the fact that I hate the Cowboys, right? I hate Jerry Jones because I think he's a jerk off, but he's the best thing going for the Eagles because he's a stupid-ass owner. It's great. I, I love that fact. I love the fact you gave Dak all that money and Trayvon Diggs, you think, is the second coming of beyond when the dude's burnt toast. Then it, it, it just it pisses me off when I see Dallas fans around this area who are so happy. And so it's like, dude – the Jaguars have more playoff wins than you in the past 20 years. Like, shut the fuck up. You can't use that we have more rings than you. Or we're – no. You legit – in in 20 years, the Eagles have more rings than you. You're living back in the 90s, which it seems like it's – it doesn't seem like it's so far ago because that's like we grew up in. But right. Jesus Christ, it's forever ago. Like, wait right. the fuck and smell the roses. Like yeah. – Come on. Like don't yeah. be this Dallas is this immaculate, blah blah blah. We're we're the best. We're America's team. You're not America's team. You're not. I don't even know who America's team is. It's whoever fucking Tom Brady plays for. Because everybody just rides him like it's their job. <laughs> like, oh I was a Patriots fan, but I'm a r i am I love Tom Brady, so now I'm a Tampa Bay fan. It's like, yeah, you suck too. So like, <laughs> Like these yeah. are the things that are annoying is don't tell me, oh, I'm not a fan of a, 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 a team. I'm a fan of a player. Okay. So Tom Brady plays all by himself, right? He plays all by himself. There's nobody on his team. You're a fan of a player. It makes no sense. I don't like when people tell me that shit. because To me, it makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. Have an allegiance to a team. And if they suck, you, you like them and ride it, out. ride it out. I hate the Flyers, but I love the Flyers because they're my team. I just – and, oh, my God, they're up 3-1. Mike, oh, up
2: 3-1, you're, Mike.
3: Watching, you're watching ESPN Plus? You got that? You're balling. Let me get your account. Let me get your account. But, no, hey, these listen, are the man. things that piss me off. It's just no. stick stick with it. And we took our lumps for how many years from people?
2: For a long fucking year. Take trip. your fucking
3: lumps. Don't, don't put your tail in between your legs. Be like, yeah, we know we suck. You got a Super Bowl. You're more relevant than we are. Like, there's no modesty. And that's why I hate these fair weather – Dallas yeah. Lakers Yankees. There's no modesty.
2: No. Yeah, and listen, Rich. I had a moment this this week that made me question a lot. I Monday morning, I'm getting ready for school. I'm put, walking out to put the kids on the bus. The bus door opens to let the kids on, and the bus driver is wearing a fucking Cowboys jersey.
3: Yo, you should have took your kids off the bus.
2: I thought I I thought I knew the guy, and I literally I was like. Is that what I think it is? And he goes, uh huh? I said, all right. Well, we're gonna have to talk this week.
3: Yeah, uh, bro, you're fucking creepy. That's what I was sent to him. I'm gonna call the school district. And be like, fire this dude. He's a creep. He's got a Dallas jersey on. Fuck him.
2: Maybe I should maybe the kids like maybe the kids are going in car line this week. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Oh, brother. And wait, Mike. Here we go. Mike, Mike has ESPN put, uh, so he can watch it hockey every single night. Nice. Nope. Yep. I'm oh.
3: not mad at you, Mike. It's said. It's in the universe now. Everybody sees yeah. it. It's already there. I'm not mad at you. Hey, yeah. not mad at you, yeah. but because you know I love you.
0: That's
3: not mad.
2: Well, Rich. Yes, sir. We're going to pause. On yes, we background. are.
3: Pause for station identification.
2: This <laughs> is the Brooklyn <laughs> Broad Sports Network.
3: <laughs> we should just do. It should just be awesome. We'll just pause, and then we'll just jog on broadsport. Never encounter my belly up. Oh yeah, Don, that was a great pause. All right, let's
2: do it. <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we're, just, we're gonna go to our guys at, at, at Losing Sucks for their yeah. their fantasy advice for the week, and then we'll come back. We'll break down the the upcoming Cowboys game, talk some fantasy, and go from there. Yes, sir. Drunk on broad. What's up? It's Travis from the Losing
4: Sucks Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy to join you guys. Drunk on broad. Um, I have some week six fantasy storylines for you. Week five is fully in the books. It is time to move on and adjust. I'm here to help you do that. I've got eight things to talk about real quick. Number one, Brees Hall has officially arrived. RB3 on the week, but should have easily been the overall RB1 after Michael Carter took not one, but two one-yard touchdowns from Brees. The monster is here to stay. Number two, The Bengals continue to frustrate fantasy managers. Jamar Chase, Mixon, Higgins, everyone is underperforming right now. We get it. However, that just means that the buy low window for these guys is wide open. Go get you a Bengals player if you can for cheap. Um, I think that this offense will bounce back. I know it's been ugly. Be patient. Number three, Seattle offense has looked just fine post-Russell Wilson. Broncos country is not writing. Seattle Nation is writing. DK Lockett, and now Kenneth Walker, even Geno Smith. All of these guys look to be pretty reliable options with safe floors and fairly high ceilings. Another offense to go buy pieces of if you can. Number four, everybody's favorite Hollywood star keeps on shining. He is still number three in the league in targets. Marquise Brown is your wide receiver six through week five. Do not sell Marquise Brown just because DeAndre Hopkins is coming back in a week. Keep rolling Hollywood out there. Enjoy this season. Number five, Taysom Hill explodes once again, likely on most people's benches, including myself. I think I had him in two leagues. I had him on the bench in about five or six. It hurt, but hot take for you. If you do not have Kelsey or Andrews and you have Taysom Hill, he should be your starting tight end. He has that kind of upside, and now that kind of floor where they're using him week in and week out. Roll Taysom Hill out there. Enjoy the big weeks. I don't think he kills you many weeks. Next, Eagles stay perfect. As we alluded to last week, though, it will be a little bit frustrating from a fantasy perspective, owning these weapons. Yes, they will give you huge weeks from time to time. um, But there's not a safe option in this offense because they are so good. They're able to take whatever the defense is going to give them. That will lead to some duds. AJ Brown, Miles Sanders had some duds this week. It's going to be part of it. Those are going to be pains that you have to deal with. That's okay. Okay. Keep playing your Eagles. You're not benching them in any matchup. Number seven, streaming options with so many weapons out at the running back position. You've got Henry, Swift, Pierce, and Jacobs on by. Guys I'm looking to if you're in a pinch. Eno Benjamin, Mike Boone, maybe Raheem Mostert if he's out there. It's unlikely at this point. Just double check for Raheem Mostert. He's been hot. Finally, wide receiver dart throws of the week. Devin Duvernay with Rashad Bateman likely out again. He's involved. He's got the speed for a home run. It's kind of what you're hoping for in a stream situation. Rondale Moore coming off of seven catches for 68 yards with one more game before Hopkins returns. I'm fine rolling Rondale out there again as well. Finally, Tyler Boyd, if he's somehow available or very cheap to acquire and you need a streamer, I think T. Higgins may be out this week. If he is, fire up Tyler Boyd. Enjoy it. Drunk on Broad, thanks for having me. Again, losing sucks. Don't do it. I try not to I
3: try not to lose but god damn it's a rough. No, shout out is. to the shout out to Travis that was awesome. You know what Don I'm yeah. loving the format of how this this is coming across. Yeah. I really do cuz I love my fantasy. I love the insight. I love the I I, I just it's great. It's yeah. great. I'm happy that these guys are doing this for us every week and and giving us, you know, solid projections and you know, he was right. The Eagles are doing things perfectly, and we need to keep rolling with that into Dallas. There are no safe options, but this is why the Eagles are so good. Right, Don? Because they're (laughs) setting the ball out. They take what teams give them. And this is something that I love that Jalen Hurts is doing. Yes, okay, there's a lot of press coverage going to A.J. Brown. He is a slant guy who can hit a home run at any time. And you've seen these big chunk plays that he are ripping off for 20, 30 yards, right? Yeah. He's just not getting the touchdowns. But then you got Slim Reaper on the other side.
2: Then you got Dallas yeah. Goddard up the middle. And Dallas Goddard has been incredible to be able to hit. The, the, the screen passes where they're able to get him open in the flat. Yeah, It's just you're seeing the product of what we've talked about all year, right? Which is you put all of those guys on the field at one time. You can't double everybody. So somebody's going to hurt you. And I love the fact that we have these weapons along with
3: our running game, along with our mobile quarterback. What I'm looking at for this week against Dallas, run at, run at Michael Parsons. Don't run away from him. Attack the interior of this defense. Wear these pass rushers down. Get these guys tired. Utilize the play action. Go at digs. Go at their number two, who I don't even know who their number two cornerback is. Someone is going to be open. I was watching the game last week, the Dallas and Rams game heavily, because I I wanted to see, am I missing something?
0: Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally, without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown.
1: That Dallas is, is Dallas that good?
3: And I looked at it, no, the Rams are just that bad. The Rams have Matthew Stafford, who is a one look quarterback. He was dinking and dunking to Cooper Cup all day. And Dallas was just letting them. And then they were swarming them for two, three yard catches. You're not moving the chains with Cooper Cup. They need, the Rams need a, a, a whole lot of other shit. I don't want to talk about the Rams, but just breaking down the game. Yeah, that's a whole other fucking conversation. Yeah, Dallas was just in control because the Rams couldn't move the ball. Yeah, Cooper Cooper Rush, yeah, Cooper Cup, Cooper Rush was nine
2: of seventeen for ninety-one yards. Yeah, and he, he's getting a ton of love right now, right? Because but he's not doing anything. But he's not doing right. So the, they're getting the wins on the back of the run game and the defense. and
3: and a defensive score, which right. is so, the same thing that they did last year. Rely on the run game and pray to god my defense can run one back. Yeah. And this is and this is not and this is why I don't look I'm not overlooking Dallas, but Jalen Hurts doesn't knock on wood, doesn't make mistakes like that. He is not Matthew Stafford. He's not forcing the ball into coverage to a guy who's covered. He will tuck the ball, he'll run, he'll live to fight another down, which is what you want to see from your quarterback. If Dallas doesn't score a defensive touchdown in this game, I don't see Dallas being able – if we're ups, because the Eagles are killing it in the first half. We are one of the best first-half offenses, if not the best, in the NFL. We get up 14 nothing on these guys, and Cooper Rush actually has to throw the ball, they will have problems. And right. that's exactly what you want on, on this Sunday night. This Sunday night, you need to get Jalen Hurts hot. They need to start out first oh, drive, oh. punch him in the mouth. Get a three and out. Punch him in the mouth again. I don't care if it's a field goal or a touchdown. You need to get up on these guys by double digits early. So you can see what Cooper Rush can do, which is a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Cooper Rush isn't Dak Prescott, and I don't think Dak is that that good. But it's yeah. not taking away from Dallas' weapons. It's just the fact is you haven't seen Cooper Rush have to lead a comeback against a good defense because when they're in control – it's Zeke's going to get 20 carries for 65 yards. He's going to run straight. They're going to milk the clock. And then they're going to give it to Pollard. He's going to try to hit a home run. You need to control this game. And it all starts at the line of scrimmage and coming out early and staying hot. The Eagles get up 10 0. I'm cool. I don't think yeah. Dallas has it in them to come back unless there's a defensive, there's a defensive stop or a turnover that leads to a touchdown. And it has to be with inside the 20.
1: Because but, I don't think Dallas scored
2: I mean, not for nothing, but they had that happen early in that game against the Jaguars, right, where they give up the pick six and you think, oh, fuck, like the, the, it's going to be one of these kind of games, right? But you saw them kind of battle through the adversity of being down, right, in that game early yeah. and having to battle their way back. And that part really impressed me, the, the part about Hurts having the – the turnovers is not something that I'm, like, terribly worried about because you've seen in, in the couple of turnovers that he's had, right, they're not hor- – he's not making horrible decisions.
3: It's deflections, and that's why yeah. I hate that as a stat. Like, I hate that it's an interception when the ball goes through a guy's hands or the ball gets tipped off an offensive player's hands. It's just yeah. annoying, like – To me, that's not an interception. Interception is something terrible that Carson Wentz or Matthew Stafford or Russell Wilson throws where it's the guy's not even anywhere near you and you just chuck it off for dear life and the ball's picked. Or if it's a good defensive play. I'm fine with a good defensive play. I can be like, okay, hey, man, he undercut that route. He was staring him down for too long. Great. Jalen Hurts doesn't do that. His turnovers are literally from Kenneth Gainwell – batting a ball into the air and the ball was picked. Right. There's nothing you can do about that. Like that's just un- an unfortunate series of events. You're going to go, we're, we're home this week, right? Yeah. We're home this week. Yeah. Dallas has to come to us. They have to come play in our environment. Cooper rush has not seen a crowd that can get as lively as the Eagles can. And we travel well. So I cannot wait for that. What is it? Christmas Eve game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that game,
3: game one, we will travel to Dallas, and right. Dallas will be very upset because it's what Eagles fans do.
2: Yeah, We're, there. They do. Right. We're there. And, and Rich, you, you think about, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna project a little bit, but like you think about where this city could be from a fan standpoint on Sunday night. We could be riding a high of ending the Braves series or being on the verge of ending the series with yeah. the Braves riding right into what could be an insane environment on Sunday night in Philadelphia. Yeah. I just don't think that they're, they seem like a fake team. Like, like the, the record is not indicative of the quality of the team that they are, right? Yeah. When you go back and you you look at the games they've played, right? They they've beaten a Rams team that has looked suspect at best and can't. They haven't be looked good at an any upgrade.
3: game they played. They lost to Jimmy G, and I, and Jimmy G should have thrown for about a hundred more yards with drop right. touchdown pass after drop, drop touchdown pass. Right,
2: they That's beat the Jimmy Commanders. G. Right, they get, the week before. Right, the Cowboys they beat the Commanders. Right, which we know the dumpster fire that that is. Yes. Right. The week before that, they beat they beat it's the the Giants. Which the Giants, the Giants. I will say, I I, I like the coach and what the coach is getting out yes. of the players. But their offense
3: is still atrocious.
2: But but their offense is still commanded by Daniel Jones and still relies and on Saquon C- Barkley to run the ball forty five times yeah. a game in order for them to have an opportunity to win because you're only letting Daniel Jones throw the ball maybe, what, five, six? Like like he's throwing the ball, what, 15, 16 times? Yeah. And then you're handing the ball off the rest of the time because you got no one to throw the ball to. And then they beat a Bengals team that early in the season is not as impressive as we as as the team that went to the Super Bowl last year.
3: They both have Super Bowl hangovers, which is absolutely insane because it's I feel like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase can't get on the – the same level their offensive line is putrid and that's what you look at you look at the teams that they beat all terrible offensive lines right all of them have terrible offensive lines it's just there's one there's one team who was four and one in there that you can give some credit to and that would be the giants who they beat right but i don't look at the giants as being a powerhouse i don't even look at them i still think there's some two-and-three teams, and three-and-two teams that are better than the four-and-one Giants. I believe it. It's not that they're good. It's, okay, you beat Green Bay. Green Bay, again, is suspect at best. At best. They sure. have no weapons. You stop Aaron Jones, you make Aaron Rodgers force the ball to wide receivers who aren't that good, you're going to beat them. You're going to beat them. Like Teams are figuring out what they have. Dallas is getting lucky. Yeah. Excuse me, Adibur. <laughs> I'm, like, mm, I'm slugging. I'm, I'm slugging these sunset wheats a little too quick, down, but they're delicious and they're wow. full. But anyway,
2: Which, like I, I just, I don't, I I don't, I, I'm not. Hey. As impre- I, I don't think that this game is going to be a blowout. No, but I also don't think it's going to be close either.
3: I, I still think it's all right. So let's give our projections and our plays, okay. right? I'm saying it's 28 to 13 the Eagles. Okay. And it's going to come off the back of a two touchdown on the ground and two touchdown through the air. And I'm going to go with my boy Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to throw for 280 and two and then he's going to have 60 and two on the ground. Wow. AJ Brown cool. is AJ Brown is going to to feast. I think AJ this is the this is the welcome to Philly game for AJ Brown with two touchdowns. I it's think he's. He used- this is what you wanted and why you paid him. And Trayvon Diggs is going to look silly. So I'm saying two for 280, and two for 60.
2: Okay. So I was thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of like 28, 21. Okay. But like, it's a game that looks closer in the end than it actually is. I think you know Dallas maybe gets a gets a score late. Okay. Uh, to to you know maybe bring it within seven, but I think it's 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 never really a game in a sense where they're not within like the cow. I don't think the Cowboys stay within like fourteen points. I think it they they get that late touchdown to bring it within seven, but it yeah. so it looks a lot closer than it is. But I think that this game is. I don't want to call it a rocking chair ride, but I think it's one that we're going to be able to enjoy. Um, mm, Player of the game. I'm going to go go back to the defense, I think. The defense has been kind to me. So I think I'm going going to go defense. Um, mm, Where do I go? I think for me, I'm looking at the – their O line is suspect to me up the middle.
3: They are a thousand percent.
2: So I'm looking at the guys up the middle. I'm gonna say that they hold the Cowboys under 85 yards rushing. Total. I can see that. Is that, I can see is, that. It, is that like a Fugazi pick? Is that like a No, I mean you're
3: gonna have Zeke get Zeke's going to get volume, right? So I could see Zeke going for twenty rushes for forty-two yards, and then Pollard's going to be mixed in. So if Pollard gets under thirty, I can see that. It's Pollard's the one you have to to really worry about. The bunch, so he's the, the home hard. run hitter. He's the guy who's going to bust it to the outside. It'll all be a mirage, according to Don. Right. She's deep.
2: She's been watching a lot of Ted Lasso. I feel like there's a subliminal message in there somewhere that I'm missing.
3: Uh, are you going to be blacked out? I just, I, I don't John, know. I hope not, because you have you have school the next day. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll That's be a funny. rough Monday morning. I got school, man. I'm an adult. Can't do that. No, but I I could see that. I just my main worry is I know the Eagles get killed on the outside runs. Contain Pollard.
0: Yeah.
3: Zeke is going to do everything he can to run. Up the middle get your big stuffers in there you Ooh. stop it if I have to pick a defensive player of the game I'm going to go with TJ Edwards and he's gonna come up yes. with some I have a I have a feeling he's gonna pop one loose that dude is okay. due that dude is due to, to to force a fumble I can see him popping one loose late in the game Zeke trying to do what Zeke does and that ball just getting punched out I can see that it's I'm not worried about Dallas like Big stuffers. God, she's,
2: she's killing me. She's paying me. attention.
3: She is paying attention. She – oh, my God, she's killing me.
0: She
3: lady Yeah, she did. Both ladies killed me. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I just – I'm just excited. I'm just happy to see them on Sunday. And, and Don, I need to talk to you about something because this is pretty important to me.
2: Go for it.
3: Thursday night football. Three weeks, right? Three weeks. This is what they need to do to change this shit around. Weeks one to three are set in stone. Weeks four and on need to be like adjusted because Jesus what? Christ, these fucking games are terrible. Right now, it is zero zero, and it looks like a goddamn bum fest. It Justin Fields pegged his lineman in the back of the head at like seven <laughs> and call and cause an interception like, oh my God. why is this shit on TV, Don? It's
2: so bad.
3: My boy Stan at work. Shout out to Stan, one of the best PTAs I know. He, we talk football all the time. He goes, Rich, who you got tonight? I took my mask off.
2: Who cares? I,
3: I looked at him because he, he's a very big pause guy. Every time you say something that's suspect, he's like, pause. And it's like, I, I looked at him. I said, pause, bro, pause. And he just started laughing. I'm like, out of this dumpster fire fucking game that's being played between the goddamn Chicago Bears? And Washington Redskins? You want me to pick a winner? I'm like, nobody wins, because we have to watch this shit.
2: Rich, this this game reminds me, do you remember the scene from Billy Madison where he's up there just talking, 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 and the guy yeah. that's doing the moderation?
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: at
3: the debate. The puppy who lost the industrial revolution is like the puppy who lost its way.
2: Right. We are all now dumber for having had to listen to to this program. Good God. It's so bad.
3: Yeah. uh oh, Jeb checking in. Jeb? Jeb Armstrong. Yo, Jeb. What's Jeb. up? Jeb. So, Just buddy. So, here, here's what I'm going to tell you. We have our boys from Losing Sucks. We do talk fantasy. Our boys, Losing Sucks. If you go back and listen to this again, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere this is uh, this has been made. Um, we put it up on all platforms. We're on YouTube. If you go back and listen to the 30-minute mark our boys at Losing Suck give us a three-minute video of a breakdown of fantasy advice, especially for the upcoming weeks. So please check in. And, yes, we will be talking fantasy in, in a few minutes. Again, we're not experts, but I love fantasy football. So stay tuned, Jeb, or just go back and listen to the 30-minute mark because Losing Sucks, our boy Travis, does a great job breaking it down, and he's a little more in-depth than in what we will be. So thanks for checking in.
2: Yeah, but thanks for checking in, brother. Appreciate it. Cheers, man. Uh, Cheers, man.
3: Jeb, good name.
2: Good name. Rich. Without further ado. Let's go to the Broad Street Line. Woo! This is
1: the Broad Street Line, where Philly Sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Call two six seven four zero five three zero six two 3062 and show us your passion for Philly Sports. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat.
2: Well, wow, Rich, the call this week, the gentleman doesn't leave his name. But we wow. got a call from the West Coast. Dude, it's awesome living
3: on the West Coast. I'm sick of the Yankees. I'm sick of the Dodgers. Everyone's out here in Arizona.
2: But it was amazing. They
1: would beat the
3: Cardinals, and I beat the Cardinals. And, dude, it's awesome. I love
1: Peace.
2: My brother called from the game out in Arizona.
1: That's
3: awesome.
2: Yeah. Awesome. And we
3: going to think the Braves. How about that? See you. He Fucking Oscar. Back. Fucking Oscar. That's Oscar. Play that again. Play that again. That's not Oscar. No, not the Yankees one. The other one. it's
2: I'm sick of the Yankees. It's the same number, the Rich.
3: Everyone's out here in Arizona. But it was amazing. It was really? And the and It's the same number. It's the same number? It's, it's sa- Don, where are you? Don, come back to me. Don! All right, well, it's just me right now, so I'll just give you a little int- introduction to my life. And, uh, hey, Don. You're, you're pressing I, buttons. Where are you I at, kicked, Don?
2: I kicked myself out of the studio.
3: Yeah, no, you can't kick yourself out. And now we're on the surge cast.
2: Yeah, the, the yeah. things are all... not
3: going to lie. These people aren't going to like it that we're representing them. And I have no idea what the Surge cast is, but it sounds fun. Ah, oh, there we go.
2: Whew. Whew. I got
3: scared. I got scared.
2: Oh, man. I'm, I'm over here clicking buttons. Good gracious. We got. I was we're, worried. We're all kerfuffled.
3: Yeah. I mean, I thought it was Oscar. The second one sounded like Oscar and he's a Yankees fan. He sucks. I mean, <laughs> I love him, but I want to punch him. Yeah. But yeah, dude. It's that's awesome he called from the game, it's yeah
2: call from it, call from out in the game, call from Carol Cal, call from'm blah, 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 blah. No. that. From yeah, good gracious, call from out in Arizona, right, from the game, so uh
3: shout out to our you, viewers. We get up early,' I'm just letting you know that we are we get up early. this isn't our first job, we apologize <laughs> we we're not rich, I mean, I'm rich, but we're not rich, if you know what I mean
2: <laughs> you're rich, but. We need money, so
3: yeah. But don't give us any; we'll earn it. Trust me, we'll be fine. Mm, fucking lazy oh. marble mouth. She's she's killing it tonight. She's on fire. I'm not even mad at her.
2: I'm impressed. Uh, listen, she's at some point, I'm gonna have to have her. She's gonna have to come in. She knows more than she she'll let on.
3: I believe it, dude. They they always do. They they always do. My wife's like, "Oh, Rich, we haven't watched the game together." I'm like, "I didn't even know you really wanted to." I'm like, Jane, come on. Like, if you want to, I'm totally down. She's like, Ali doesn't know much about it. I'm like, I'm very bad. Because I, growing up with my father, there was no explaining of football. It was yelling and breaking remotes. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, you know, well, this is what it is. I had to learn by myself or hang out with friends, and they taught me the game. Like, it was my dad fucking remote against the wall. I'm like, damn, that's like the third one this week. Like, we had like a collection of universal remotes. Just because it would be like, hand me one boom, against the yeah. wall. Like the one time he threw the screwdriver at me because he was mad when he was fixing the uh He couldn't get the uh, air conditioner to work. And I'm like, dad, you know, and right like, through my arm. There goes the uh, screwdriver stuck in the siding. And I like took it out. I'm like, here, dad you might need this. I have balls, man. I'm surprised he didn't fucking kill me, but damn, that's what you get. Those South Philly Irish are, are absolutely nuts.
2: Huh. Well, listen, brother. Let's roll right into final thoughts.
3: Final thoughts. Mm, Man, I I have two final thoughts. My first one is Don and I do a fantastic job with this podcast. We try to give you original and genuine content. We have a lot of people who want to be on our show, which is completely fine. But here's why I draw the line. If you do not support us when we give our full support to you, Do not beg and ask us to have guests from your show or you on. Don is a very nice guy. But here's the trump card that I pull. This isn't Don's show. This is my fucking show. It's our show. You don't give Don shit. Don will always run things around and say, hey, this guy wants to come on. No, there's no more of that. We support everyone and do our best. And I'm not being mean to Don, So, and Don's not taking this the wrong way when I say this is my show. This is my baby. Don is doing a fantastic job. It is. Making it so much better. But when we have people who crawl into our DMs all the time saying, hey, we want to get on, we want to get on, but they literally never even give us an ounce of fucking support, I draw the line because we help everybody. We had episodes in the very beginning where we brought on a ton of people from Philly sports and people who are just like us. And then we never heard anything. It was all crickets back from them. We were like, Hey, what about us? Like, can we come on? And it would be, Oh no, no, no. Oh yeah. No, sorry. We can't do that. It's like, Oh, but you're begging us to be on our show because you can put your shit out there, but you can't help us out. That's not how the world works. We're not going to be taken advantage of, and we don't really want to support you. There's a few people who I will give shout outs to and support, the people who've been with us for day one, Chip, gave us a huge break and a huge start. It's how I met Don. Chip put us on the map. I appreciate that. The fired up guys, a shit ton of support. And I love going and talking to them. I love texting Mike at a random time and Don, great guys. Other than that, there's our support has been undying to a lot of people. And we haven't gotten the love back. Shout out to the Vet alumni guys for having us on back in the day. It was great. Shout out to Prince Blue for having me on back in the day and him coming on and doing our show. It just gets to the point where you can't spread us so thin that you ex- you literally expect us just to support you because you retweeted something. It's not how we do it. It's not how we're rolling going forward. We're going to build our brand and we're going to do everything we can. And I was very, very upset. That's why I left Twitter. Because people who I thought that you know were friendly of us weren't giving us the time of day and that's not fair to us. And it's not fair to everything that we do saying, Hey, we're pushing traffic to you guys. It's not how we're working. It's not how we're going to operate. And the Trump cards being pulled. If you want to come on our show, give back. Cause we're very fair people and we try very hard to be nice. I'm done being nice to people who really don't, who are nice to us. I fucking bite. I don't bark. I will fucking bite you. It's what I do. And if you mess with Don, who's like my brother, I will fucking bite you even harder. Stay away from Don. Stay away from me. We're gonna live our lives and we're gonna build something great. And I'm so happy Don took over and is making these fantastic opportunities happen for us because we're working our asses off trying to give you the best. And in positive note, Thursday night football sucks. <laughs> Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Like, please, NFL. I beg you. Readjust the schedules after week four. Like, if you know teams suck, don't give us the Bears and commanders. Why? Like, like, how much revenue are you pulling in? Because I guarantee Washington and Bears fans aren't watching this shit. Give us something good.
2: It's it's bad. It's so bad. It's so bad on so many levels. Like, you can't tell me that if they have the ability to flex – games on sunday night and i know it's it's an adjustment in time yeah not in days i get that but you can adjust the schedule to say all right we're going to play in weeks one through four yeah and then weeks five like you can make that adjustment two weeks in advance so that the team actually knows and it's not hey surprise you're going to play three days from now like there there are ways to figure it out um, That's what I'm saying. Figure the, it the fuck out. But the, Rich, even if you did up to week eight, like schedule up to week eight. Yeah. And then from there.
3: Adjusted the teams who have bye weeks like the week before and be like, Hey yeah. you guys, this is the, we're pushing this game. Like I get it, but you have to give better product than zero zero with two minutes or in the second quarter with five minutes left. There has to be something better. Like, this is not enjoyable for anybody to watch. And you're not even highlighting or spotlighting. The best thing about this game is Brian Robinson is the starter because his story is fantastic. His story is fantastic, and I'm fully behind that kid. But other than that, no one gives a
2: fuck. No No. one cares. So bad. Please stop. But, Rich, and to speak to that, right, like, about schedules, I love – the early game on Sunday. I love that that schedule when it's 9.30. That game ends at 12.30, and then you get 1 o'clock, 4 o'clock, 7 o'clock. I wish that they were able to incorporate that international game as part of the schedule, right? And I was talking with my father-in-law on Sunday, talking about, like, if you added an additional week to the season, you could give every team an international game and then the week following the international game is your bye week. Yeah. And then you build in a second bye week later on in the season. Why not? But you you it would be a way for the NFL to grow the game and then build that extra effort in for player safety by building in that second bye without adding any additional games. You're still getting 18 weeks worth of content. So the NFL is still getting their content out. And they can grow that brand. They can grow the NFL to be more of a global brand. Um, And then it kind of sidetracked off into a completely different conversation where he and I spent probably 40 minutes talking about – do you remember the World League, Rich? No. So the World League, and it it ran in the late – I want to say late 90s. But, like, they had – eight and they had eight teams all across europe
1: okay right? they
2: had the, the barcelona dragons the the rhine fire they had they had all these teams all throughout europe Man. and they played for probably about eight seasons that's cool right but it was a way for them to grow the game and then it just disbanded when the nfl owners didn't want to fund it
3: and yeah makes
2: sense it was short-sighted because in reality
3: yeah, look how much it money would, they made. It
2: would have cost each team in the NFL about a million dollars, which is like nothing right now.
3: And they could have been expansion teams to the NFL through the overseas market. Right. So they just missed an opportunity.
2: Or It just was the
3: wrong time, wrong time. Yeah,
2: and he and I were talking about, you could have, like even if you had eight teams, right, and yes. each team represented a division in the NFL, and you had all the practice squad guys, from that whole division, played on a team, that'd be cool, right? And then maybe they they, they, they threw some player development. Maybe one of those guys ends up on an NFL roster, and now you've got a whole C worth of fans
3: that rooting are now for that
2: rooting for that guy. That's cool. Which just could be another way to grow the game, and It's just it's
3: it's like a it'd be like a step up. It would be like kind of like the G League, right. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I and I you you kind of and here's the thing that I what I think football is missing, and I'm not saying it's a minor league, but they're missing a developmental aspect of the game because some of these guys could use another year or two before yeah. stepping into the league. And I understand the practice it. Squad is not enough. The practice squad's not enough. Cause you, I mean, you look at some of these guys who are signed off to practice squad. They come up, they're, they're flashes in the pan. They do well, and then all of a sudden it's like, well. We're paying this guy $13 million. He's off the IR now. You're back down. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like Fulgham. Remember, he led the Eagles yeah, receiving yeah. One? And now he's just bounced around the league because where, where can he fit in? But if you had a league like that, a supplemental league of, say, four teams, you could just n- literally make it four teams. Yeah. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not?
1: I'm Get surprised these- one of these other I leagues
2: have not – like like the that Alliance of American Football or the XFL or one of those teams has not made it a point to, like, say, like, if you can't beat them, join, join them. them, right? Like, I, I don't understand what what the logic is there in terms of not being able to get an affiliation with the NFL.
3: You can do a supplemental draft through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have your regular draft, and it's like, okay, a supplemental draft through the AFL players. It's like, okay. Right. Maybe you're poaching some of the best, but then there has to be something in like, okay, you you get these guys. They need to be active on your roster because they've had X amount of years in the AFL versus, you know, and then just, oh, okay, we took the best player from the AFL and now we put them on a practice squad. Like it's just, it's so tough because again, football, there's a ton of injuries. But if some of these kids who are undrafted free agents actually had the time to develop other than a practice squad and played in real games, Maybe they could be something. You could get. There could be other stories, like not similar to Brian Robson, because I mean he got shot, but similar stories to like the the Rod, the Rod uh, Rod Smith, the he hate me's, who comes yeah, from. I mean,
2: listen, it'd be cool were, to see. Kurt, it would Kurt be cool. played in the World League. Did he really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It would just be no. fun to see. It but would anyway,
3: Philly, yeah. we took up enough of your time. Don, it's. A Pleasure. I'll oh, talk about your be beer.
2: Devontae, go go check them out in your talk
3: about your beer, Don. Oh. You
2: that,
3: it's a it's a beer. Vienna
2: style. It's a Vienna style lager.
3: Is it nice and malty?
2: It it is. It has a good I, I enjoy the finish. I had it on draft when I went out to, to meet the drunk fills guys um on uh on last Saturday. Okay. It's it's smooth. I really enjoy. It's got a it's got a good amber color. It's got a good yes. lager flavor.
1: A little sweeter
2: um, than normal lagers. It's a little sweeter. Um, yeah, but I really enjoy it. It's 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 a good drinking beer.
3: I like that.
2: It's a good session beer. So you can sit down and have probably two or three. Right. You got you go get them in the big cans.
3: Drink responsibly.
2: Right? Drink responsibly. Don't have them at home. Get the get get the four pack. Take them home. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I really enjoy it, and it's and it's something that uh, you know. At some point, we're gonna we're, we'll we'll make our way to drop some off in New Jersey, and yeah, uh, we'll have to mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll have mm-hmm. the taste test on on the show together.
3: Yes, sir. I'm excited, we'll
2: man. Yeah, it should be. It should be. It's gonna be. I love tasting.
3: Really cool. crap, the craft beer community is is fantastic. You you can find a love you know, we're talking to some random guy and be like, yo man, what beer did you get? You like it? Yeah, man, it's not bad. Well, what do you like? Oh, I like this. We'll try this one. And it's like, Oh man, that was a really good suggestion. Right? Like people would call me up and they'll be like, Hey man, I want to get it like a craft beer, like a f- bunch of my buddies and a bunch of people I don't know. Cause they know I drink craft beer. Like I, I supplied, I didn't supply, but a friend of ours called me the one day and she's like, Hey, um, we're doing like a beer tasting thing. I need a bunch of beers that are good. Can you get me, like, can you tell me what to get? And I said, do you want local or do you want, like, all around? I'm like, Cause I can give you a bunch of local beers that everyone will enjoy. And she's like, Rich, thank you for all the recommendations. All the beers were good. No one said they didn't like a beer. Like, people are, are, were put on. And I'm like, and it's so funny because I just gave her, like, beers that may be as far away as 15 miles away from my house. Because no, they're so... Cool. There's so much good beer that people don't realize that's right underneath their nose, but yeah. because it it says IPA, oh no, it's going to be super bitter. It's like no, 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 Try or just, or people say oh, it's a stout, so it's going to be super boozy. I'm like, mm, you let me help you because it's it's a, it's a weird transition. You can't go from drinking a Miller Light and all of a sudden getting hand a, a double dry hops uh, IPA, and you're like, fuck, like oh, this doesn't... It's like, no, man, let me get you a Pilsner. Let, let's try the poolside lager. Yeah, let's fun. try the poolside right. Pilsner. Let's try this. Let's get you accumulated. Oh, man, the yards brawler is great. I'm like, yeah, it's a souped up Miller Lite, right? Exactly. So people kind of get accustomed to it and it's nice. But here's what we have to do we have to end this. So you fucked around, you found out, and that's what happens. Philly, fuck Ben Simmons, fuck Sean Watson. Uh, who else? Spike Eskin. Spike Eskin. Who else was there? Anybody else? Anybody else? Oh, no, I always forget one. Well, Davion Taylor.
2: Davion Taylor. At this one, at this point, Rich, fuck the Cowboys. And well, fuck, fuck. the Braves.
3: Fuck the Braves. Said. Said. Philly, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the show.
2: Hey, I, I, listen to this guy. Ha, tell me how you're feeling I, here. You're screaming. I am stoked, baby. You're screaming like it's still the game going on. Oh, we're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Said. 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 Should-